Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. Hey, it's Doug with an opportunity to catch up with actress Ina Barone to talk about a new film on Pure Flix, Learning to Love, streaming exclusively at pureflix.com. Ina, thank you so much for making time. Hi, yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm fascinated here as I'm digging into your bio. What an international lineup as far as uh, <laughs> where you studied and where you've been. Can you give us a little thumbnail sketch on that? It's quite impressive. Yeah, so I'm from Denver, from Colorado, and um, I I went to university um, here in Colorado, and um, during my junior year, had the opportunity to study at the Mecca for theater. You know, where Stanislavski and Chekhov and and all of those greats originated. Um, so I I was able to study at the Moscow Art Theater, and um, I was there. Uh, for that semester, and then I went back and I studied at the Shukinskaya Theater, which is another. At the time, there were um, there were five about five schools that were the top theater schools in the country, and they were all in Moscow. And um, so the other one was Shukinskaya, and then they have Gitas and and Geek and one other Shepka, I think. Anyhow, <laughs> so yeah, I fell in love with the culture and the country, and I just kept going back, <laughs> and then I ended up. Um, you know, living and working and, and studying some more and doing a few shows um, there. And then I went back to Los Angeles. I was, well, I went to Los Angeles for the first time um, and I lived there for, and worked there uh, for quite some time. And uh, now I'm back in Denver, Colorado, back in my hometown. That is awesome. And and fluent in Russian, is that right? I mean, you know, I'm conversational. I wouldn't consider myself native fluency, but yes. So I did a role <clears throat> In a, it was actually a psychological thriller, um, the lead role, and I played a Russian entirely in Russian, in Russian in the language, um, and my cast was also, you know, an amazing Russian cast, and um, and so yes, I I do speak it well enough to to play a Russian in in a feature film, um, but I, I still I don't know it's such a challenging language. I mean, I still feel like I'm learning English. <laughs> <laughs> Vocabulary is always. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, for those that haven't had a chance to see the trailer or the film, Learning to Love, uh, talk about your role in that and kind of what the film deals with. Yeah. So um, so my character's name is Stephanie Millers, and she goes by the name of Steph, by the nickname of Steph. And um, so she has a breakup and decides to move from, uh, from New York City to Miami with her best friend. And um, but she needs a job, so she's got this big interview with an ad agency, and she ends up in the wrong conference room. And she inadvertently interviews for a teaching job for two young girls, and teaching was something that she had just previously failed at before finding advertising. And so teaching is the last thing that she wants to do, um, but she's, she's desperate for a job. She needs a job, so she goes to meet the girls, Rosa and Bella, um, she falls in love with the girls, takes the job, and moves in soon thereafter. Um, 
And their father, Harry, is very distant and cold, very formal. Um, He lost his wife, Debbie, and, um, you know, he just, he gave up on his faith. And um, so Steph kind of moves in and, um, you know, just just has a great time with teaching the girls. And, you know, over time, um, you know, Harry starts to warm up uh, (laughs) to to her and um you know there's lots of fun that happens um activities with the girls and that sort of thing and and um you know and then then we get we grow closer um you know i get to know him better and he starts to his walls start coming down a bit the two girls uh, that that you're teaching in the film I, I bet they were a blast to work with oh my gosh they are such sweethearts they're so cute and adorable they really are and so talented and so professional, um, yeah. It was it was Zoe Willis and and um, Caroline Skye. They're just yeah, they were great. Well, as far as preparing for this role, um, how did you prepare for it? How how were you able to connect with Steph? Uh, so <clears throat> what I liked about it uh, about her th- this character is is that she you know her faith is important to her. And so that was something that was pretty easy for me to to just align with, and um, and I very much enjoyed that. I've never done a rom com before, and actually, I've never really done much comedy, uh, and so that was exciting for me. And the script was fantastic. Um, you know, I just you know you read the script over and over as much as you can um, as part of the preparation. And really that's what I did. We didn't have a whole lot of time before we started, you know, from the time that I booked the job to the time that we started shooting. Um, and then we shot rather seriously as well. That went really quickly. Um, so it was just, it was a whirlwind, quite honestly. It was just like, jump in and go. (laughs) Um, it was a wonderful experience. The, The crew, um, was fantastic. Production company was fantastic. Um, I really, it was just, it was, it was a wonderful experience. It was, you know, what I love um, on any, for any job really, um, but with theater and film is the sense of a Smurf village or, you know, any kind of, and, and we really had that. And, um, you know, there, people were working together, um, and there was an experience where um, we needed we needed my co-star, uh, Philip Boyd, to step in and do some directing for us, and and that happened very seamlessly. And you could see the crew come together to just uh, you know to get the, on those days when he when he was directing, like everyone just really showed up and and um and offered their best and it was just a high vibing crew it was wonderful that's awesome that's awesome well we're sitting in front of our televisions we've just finished uh learning to love on pure flicks uh what do you think the conversations uh families might be having after watching yeah um so there are a number of themes you know throughout and um you know, the concepts of relationships changing over time, um, the ideas about having a plan to get our life in order and then having unexpected opportunities show up, um, you know, having a positive outlook and approach um, despite adversity. Um, there's, you know, grief and loss and change and jealousy, um, inviting God to, to in tough times to help you through. And so, yeah, those are a lot of some some of the um, the concepts that are in the storyline, and 
Um, you know, I have actually, from this character, have learned a lot, you know, in the way that she approaches life and adversity. And and even on a personal level, I can say that I, I've kind of, I look to her <laughs> for guidance and her perspective, uh, you know, um, it's actually come in handy for me personally. Um, so, but aside from that and those, you know, those, those themes and ideas, um, it's just fun. It's a cute movie. It's like fun time and, um, you know, it's comedy. So there's some physical comedy in there, which I had an, a good time, um, with, and, uh, yes, it's, it's a fun time and it's, it's, it's a nice story for the whole family, uh, to enjoy. Well, a couple of other side questions here because such an amazing diverse background. So of Mexican, Spanish, Apache, and French descent, I understand you spent some summers on a Native American reservation. What was that experience like? Yeah, so it, it's actually a ceremony. Every summer there's a four-day ceremony that happens. Um, and, you know, there's one on the Pine Ridge Reservation, and I would go to the Rosebud Reservation. This year it's not happening Um for some reason, they're skipping a year. But um, so I grew up going to this ceremony, and it was like a you know a road trip for my family. We would drive to South Dakota, and at some time, you know, at points we would caravan with other you know extended family cousins, aunts, and all of that. So it was <clears throat> that's what it was. I, I didn't really spend so much like a full summer there, but it was to go for for this four day ceremony. And I'd been doing it since I was a you know really young child, <laughs> and so. Um, I, and and so you know it was just something that I grew up with and it's a, it's a beautiful I mean the culture itself is 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 beautiful the ceremonial traditions and um you know I just wanted to know more as as a kid you know I wanted to know more I wanted to know what the chief was doing and I wanted to understand more of of um you know, I was friends with the chief's son. We were like, you know, pals as kids. And he got to go do all of the, you know, the, some of the ceremonial things. You know, they have like, I'm not sure if you've heard or if anyone might be familiar with the sweat lodges and that kind of thing. But he was always in the middle of all of it, being the chief's son. And I was like, I I want to know more. I want to know what they're doing. I mean, what is this prayer? You know, what? how how are they? I, that was what I was in. But it's very... It's just, it's a beautiful experience. It's unlike anything that I have ever experienced, you know, in my life. Um, you know, it's a native, it's a native um, uh, ceremony. So it's, it's very, um, you know, it's, it's, it's Lakota tribe. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's hard to explain quite honestly, <laughs> but it's in nature. It's in nature and, um, it's in an arbor that is made out of pine trees. And, um, it's, it's, um, the, the, actually the, the chief who used to run the ceremony at Rosebud for many, you know, decades, he recently passed. And so his son has taken over that, uh, responsibility. And last year was his first year doing it. And I was able to go after many years, I was able to go last summer and uh, he did such a wonderful job. He really filled those shoes beautifully. I was proud to, to see that. That is awesome. Truly proud culture. Love that. Well, I've got one more question before we wrap up. Um, as an advocate for global peace, encouraging people to start with local representatives, uh, yeah. tell us more about that. Yeah, so I am an advocate for um, 
the a Department of Peacebuilding for the United States. Uh, there's a, a bill in Congress, Bill H.R. 1111, and it is to establish um, a cabinet-level Department of Peacebuilding. And um, this is a concept that I, you know, understood was underway years ago, and I had meant to become involved, and just in the last year or so, um, I have become involved. And at this point, what that involves is... Um, is uh is you know reaching out to your congress people in the house and um and you know advocating for for this bill for the co-sponsorship um because there i mean if you think about it there's just the bill calls for 85% uh domestic focus and 15% international focus and if you look whether domestically or internationally we could really use the tools um, you know, for peace building that we have, um, and we c- we could definitely stand to to incorporate those tools across, you know, um, our diverse nation, you know, um, in in so many ways it applies, and so that's that's what I'm up to. Um, there's uh, a wonderful group of women that I have been um, fortunate to just get to know. They're the sweetest people, um, and um, it, it's just it's an interesting thing, and there's some there are some you know the, the the bill itself is so comprehensive, it covers so many things. It's it would be a massive department, um, and there are you know lots of little details to work through and to work out, and a lot of those are articulated in the bill. But um, but ultimately, it's definitely a direction that I believe we need to go in nationally. Um, But I've always sort of been that kind of a person. For some reason, since I was a kid, global peace was like my little, you know, you know, the back, like the mission in in the depths of my heart, you know, Um, however it is applied, you know, whether locally, nationally, or internationally, it's just, I've always got that on my mind. So now, you know, as an adult, I, here's the opportunity. And so I have to just, Stand there and um, and and be counted and promote it um, because it's you know it's it's important for us to um, to recognize the ways that we are one but uh, more alike than we are different um, and that we all pretty much want the same things um, we all just you know want to enjoy our families and and enjoy life and um, thrive. I'm Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 